You're listening to the Superpower Podcast, Superpower Kids Edition, where author, philanthropist, and Superpower Kids founder, Neverly Rekla, inspires kids to discover their superpowers and change Hi, the world. Hi everyone, this is your Superpower Kid, Neva Lee Rekla, and I'm so excited for today's interview. We are talking about tips for future CEOs. So what is a CEO? It is a Chief Executive Officer. So for example, I'm a CEO of my business and my mom is the CEO of her business, Superpower Experts, which I get to be doing my podcast on. And our guest today is super awesome. His name is Cameron Harold. He started business at a very young age. We met at Joe Polish's event and he is just so, so awesome. So without further ado, will you help me welcome our guest, Cameron. Hi, Cameron. Hey, Neva. How are you? Good. How are you? This is great. Thank you. I'm really glad to be able to do this. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. So what are your superpowers? My superpowers, I think one of my superpowers are the things that the school system told me were my weaknesses. Mm. So the school told me that I couldn't pay attention. And for me, that means I see everything. So because I see everything, I know what's happening with my customers, the suppliers, the market, the little spider on the floor sitting in front of me right now. Um, I know what's happening with my, my website. I see everything, but I don't get too preoccupied. So my superpower is that I have attention disbursement. They used to call it attention deficit disorder. That's one, that's one of my superpowers. I think another one of my superpowers is that I've really understood how to, to um, how to network and how to meet great people and how to build relationships with great people. When I was young, I got one of my first, well, I think my first real job, I worked at a golf club. I worked at a private golf course and I got to meet about 600 men and women who were very successful that were members of this private club. And because I got to meet them and got to know them and got to listen to them and got to watch them, that helped me launch my first business when I started a house painting business. So I'd say my, my superpowers are one of my weaknesses and my ability to network. That's really cool. Those are good superpowers. Thank you. So when you were younger, did you go to a typical school or did you choose to be homeschooled? No, I went to a typical school. Back when I was going to school, we didn't really know of homeschooling. Mm -hmm. It probably wasn't, I don't think I ever heard of homeschooling until I was a little bit older, until I was starting to have kids. But I went to a typical school. Um, I moved to six different schools in nine years. And I, are you leaving? Yeah. I want to say goodbye to my son who's going away to university. So you're going to have to give me two seconds. Okay. My kids are important to me too. Hang on. Very good. My son's going back to university and I'm not going to see him until Christmas time. So, mm-hmm. um, so what was the question? So, Oh, yeah. so I, went, I went to a real school, a typical school. I went to six different schools in nine years. I never felt like I fit in. I didn't do very well in school. I was always getting 62%, 65%. I would study really hard and then I would get poor grades. But I always had these entrepreneur ideas. I was always buying things and selling things and trading things. And I just saw things differently. And I knew in my head that I was smart. But the teachers kept telling me I was stupid because my grades weren't very good. Mm. Yeah. So I'm homeschooled and so but I used to go to school and I don't remember a whole lot of it, but I remember I went to two schools. 
and the first one it just it just really wasn't for me and it felt a little bit like too challenging for me and then the second school was a um, bilingual school and mm-hmm. it was not very fun it was kind of like training to go to prison to yeah. be honest because you couldn't speak bubbles in your mouth hands behind your back when you had to walk you had to go up against the wall you had to ring the bell to go to the bathroom and you had to like march whenever you walked anywhere as a group that's hardcore yeah and so i lasted a day and a half there <laughs> like the second day i was in the parking lot crying yeah, and I'm... then my parents decided no we're not going back so i i enjoyed being homeschooled and it's kind of cool how you were able to see how school isn't for everyone you know. well, and I think we also have a lot more access to information than we had when I was younger. When I was growing up, we just had the encyclopedia. You know, we mm-hmm. had 12 books and all of the information in the whole world was supposed to be in these 12 books. And now we have the internet and we can learn so much and we can connect with other people. and We can talk. Look, you and I are in different countries right now talking over video to each other. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that ability when I was younger. It's pretty amazing now. Yeah, it is. It's cool seeing how social media works and seeing how it can connect with people with people. And for example, my best friend, Alana lives in England. And so she, she'll come out off a little bit and then we'll visit each other and stuff. But then besides that, like we can't really text each other. And so we use Instagram and that's that's our way of communication. Yeah. And so it's cool seeing how like it's kind of advanced, even though it's been, around with me it's cool kind of knowing how much we can do with it i think it's interesting as well watching how with social media and with technology and with videos that that people can collaborate with each other to solve problems and to work on projects together where we used to have to be in one office or one school or one city now you can be anywhere in the world and have teams and employees and suppliers and customers anywhere and we can all connect remotely which is pretty powerful exactly and I think that it's cool, especially because like some people wouldn't have like ever met if it wasn't for social media and like great things can happen because you have that form of communication. And that's, that's one of the really cool parts of it. That's amazing. So, yeah. So before we wrap up, what or go into the break, what are your tips for people or kids who want to become future CEOs? My tips for kids that want to become future CEOs would be to remember that as you get older, every adult is just a kid trapped in an adult body. That every adult is nervous, every adult is shy, every adult is scared, every adult is worried, that we still have a lot of the same worries that kids do, but we just look older. Mm. Um, Secondly, to remember that you really, 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 if you keep it simple, it will grow. Like business isn't complicated. Have a good product, take care of your employee, take care of your customers, charge enough money that you can make enough money and keep doing those things. It's, mm-hmm. it, business is pretty simple. I think we really often overcomplicate things. Yeah. And I think that's great advice, especially since like in business, like you said, it is really simple, except sometimes we just kind of like we over exaggerate it. And so then it's challenging. And I think it's cool being able 
especially as a kid in business, it's cool being able to see how simple it is. And that kind of shows me that anybody can do it because like there's quite a few entrepreneurs out there who started at a very young age. And especially as a kid, when you're still trying to figure out your entire world, it's business is kind of like a fun way to go about things, you know? Yeah, it's a great way to learn as well. You do business ventures and you learn a lot of things. I I did a TED Talk um, 10 years ago about raising kids as entrepreneurs. And it's all about all the little businesses that I ran as a child and all the business lessons that I learned from. And those lessons still stick with me today. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. So we have to wrap up a little bit before we take a break. So where can people go to find out more about you? To find out more about me, they can go to my main website, CameronHerald.com, and then they can also go and get all of my books on Amazon or Audible. Awesome. Definitely go check him out because Cameron is so, so awesome. We've been talking with Cameron Harold about tips for future CEOs. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts, and we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Okay, we're back and we've been talking with Cameron Harold about tips for future CEOs. So Cameron, last time I think... How long ago was it that we met at Joe's event? I think it might have been maybe a year ago, maybe maybe about a year ago, probably. About a year ago. And my book wasn't out yet. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about it, and I went on stage, and I talked a little bit about it. And I wanted to show you that it is out now. Nice. Let's see. And I got quite oh, a few yeah. amazing people. Oh, what, Big Sly? Yep. That's amazing. And, yeah. So I wanted to show you that because I'm very proud of it. You know, it took almost three years. <laughs> so about the book, what's your advice for kids who want to become authors? And kids, like, what were your challenges? So for kids that want to become authors, I would think that it would start with thinking about what's your core story? What's the core lesson or the core message that you want to get across in the book? And then maybe kind of draw like a line on a page. And can you, can you start low and bring us high? And can, can you take us through a little bit of a journey? And I would try to plot different thoughts or ideas of your story on that line because you want to kind of raise people's energy level up and then leave them with the core message. You know, what's the core message or the core theme or the core idea that you're trying to give them? I think that's a really good advice because also as – an author, it's sometimes challenging because they'll be writing and then they'll just like run out of ideas on, on what to write about. And then you just kind of have to think about it and you have to think about, well, it also depends if you are writing a fictional story 
or a non-fictional story. And so it depends on, are you working on something that happened in your life and something that happened in your life or just completely making something up? And so, yeah, and it's challenging because like even though you're really creative, sometimes you kind of just run out of your creative juices. So my advice also is to like take time on it because again, this, my book did not come easily, but (laughs) it's out. And so it's also being patient, which is very important. You've got five stars on your book on Amazon too. So congratulations. You're doing really well. Thank you so much. So it's, but then once it's out, you will be so, so proud. So what were you like as a kid? Like, we talked a little bit about it, but what were you really like? Um, I was pretty serious. I, I was thinking a lot. I think I spent a lot of time thinking, and I probably worried too much. Um, but I thought a lot. I did a lot of sports. I was into skiing and tennis and golf. I did a lot of those. Um, really like spending time with my family. My parents were around all my sports, and I loved that. I was an older brother. I had a bro- younger brother and a younger sister. But I think I did, a, I did a lot of reading, a lot of playing outdoors, a lot of sports. That's cool. Yeah. So I, I saw that you, at the age of 18, you had already had 14 small businesses. Yep. So, and that's really impressive. How old were you when you first really started business? My first little business, I was seven years old. And wow. back in those days, you could you could take coat hangers and bring them to the dry cleaner, and the dry cleaner would pay you a recycling fee. So I went door to door in the neighborhood asking people for their coat hangers, and they gave me all their coat hangers. And then I got my mom to drive me to the dry cleaner, and I got paid three and a half cents for every coat hanger that I gave them. That's cool. Yeah. So that was like my first recycling business. <laughs> That's really cool. So what would you say to someone who's out there and even if they're an adult and they're trying to figure out maybe what their business would look like or how they could even start one or what even the possibilities are, what would you say to them? I would make sure that you, if you, if you're starting a business to just give yourself some experience or to give yourself some, a little bit of money, it's different from starting a business where you're going to quit your job and you're going to build your whole career around it. So think about, what level are you going to build this business to? Right? What's it going to look like maybe in, in a year or two years or three years? Um, and then try to write down all of your notes along the way. Just take a simple, a simple notepad and just keep writing down your notes in a notebook. And you might have notes about marketing or notes about production or notes about sales. Just keep making those notes and scratching out the old notes. And all of a sudden, you'll begin to develop your own systems, your own formula. And those will be really helpful. That's awesome. That's good advice. So now we get to do one of my favorite parts about the interview. We get to do funny FaceTime. Are you ready? Okay. We get to make our funniest faces in three, two, one. (laughs) 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 I love this. I love that part because I've had some really awesome people on my show, but sometimes they're they're really stuck in like business. Mm-hmm. And so and when I get them to do kind of FaceTime, that's or one of my favorite ones. I think that's, am- I think that's amazing because the reality is none of us are getting out of this alive. We're all going to die and this is just what we do for fun so or to make money. Yeah. So 
I think funny FaceTime is probably the best thing I've ever had anyone on an interview do ever. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun too. And especially when people come on, they're a little bit nervous and then you get them to do it. It's a lot of fun. And yeah. And when I had Joe Polish on, he did a bunch of outfit changes and there's quite a few moments where we would, we would both just be off screen. My mom would come look and she'd be like, they go. And I'd run to my room to go get another costume and he had run to go get his. That's awesome. So, yeah. I kind of warn people to come on and try to like beat him. And try to beat Joe. I don't think yeah. it's possible to beat Joe. Joe's yeah. upstairs. Joe's upstairs at my house right now. He's getting ready for a meeting. That's cool. Yeah. So what would you say your, what's your favorite part about being an entrepreneur? And just like the nitty gritty about your favorite part. Yeah. My favorite part of being an entrepreneur is that I get to control my time. Mm. I get to work from home. I get to see my kids a little bit more. I get to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Um, I don't have to, to waste time driving to an office and parking and driving home from an office. I get to just work in my space, be around my kids, you know, and, and just have it my way. Yeah. I would say that's one of my favorite parts too. Especially for me, being an entrepreneur and especially being homeschooled is one for me. I get to sleep in unless we have like a meeting early that morning. Yeah. Like I get to sleep in and so I'm on my own schedule and I know, all right, if I sleep in until 1030 today, I will have, I may not have a whole lot of time to get all my work done, but then that's just a choice. And also you get to be comfy. You don't have to wear work clothes or school clothes and all you have to do is wear your robe and go curl up on your couch, do your work and go to sleep. Do you, um, do you work better at nights then than you do in the mornings? Ooh, I'd say I'm probably, I'm an afternoon, afternoon person. person. Yeah. And so I'm, I don't like to do a whole lot during the day. So it also depends on how much, well I slept that night. Mm. And so if I didn't sleep really well and I woke up at eight 30, I'm probably not going to want to do work. Unless I take a nap, and then I'll probably be good. But then I'm like right around 12.30 noon is when I can just like grab my teeth yeah, and do it. Because I don't like mornings. I'm very much not a morning person. But then I don't like staying up late. And even though I can, I, I just don't. Because I get way too tired, way too quickly. I hear so. you. Yeah. Sometimes what works for me is getting a little bit of exercise in the morning and that kind of boosts my start. But yeah, I walk my dog every day for 20 minutes. That and works. so, yeah, and I bring my phone. I don't play on it or anything. I'll bring it, but I'll check what time did I leave and what time do I need to come back and we'll walk for just 20 minutes. And then since like I'm out of my pajamas and I'm finally like in that mindset of active, I can get my work done quickly or even if I've done an interview or a meeting that day, it's sometimes it's enough of a boost. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah. So before we wrap up, we get to do something super fun called super Neva questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. 
I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions as fast as I can. You're going to answer them as fast as you can. Got it. All right. What's your favorite color? Blue. Favorite animal? Um, unicorns. Ooh. If you could have a pet dragon or a pet unicorn, what would you choose? Pet unicorn for sure. If you could be the tallest person in the world or the shortest person in the world, what would you choose? Shortest. I've already been tall. <laughs> if you could fly or teleport, what would you choose? Teleport. If you could become inv invisible or invincible, what would you choose? Invisible. Mm. If you could live in a hot tub with hot fudge for the rest of your life, and only that, or a giant pool that's like 20 feet deep of marshmallows, and just marshmallows, you can bring stuff in, what would you choose? Hot fudge. Really? Yeah. I'm stuck on the marshmallows. I ask everyone this question, but it's marshmallows. You like the pool, the pool filled with marshmallows and bring other stuff with you? Yeah. Yeah. Because... Like a for big me, ball pit, like a big marshmallow ball pit. Exactly. And for me, I would have more room because mm. all my stuffed animals and toys could go in with me. And then I could like build build in things. I could build in like my own kitchen and all that. That's true. But it would just probably consist of a microwave and a mini fridge. But a microwave, a mini so fridge, and a pool full of marshmallows. That's pretty legit. Yeah. Well, if, like yeah. If you could eat and be best friends with and live with any superhero in the world who you choose spider-man mm. captain marvel for me captain. if yeah if you could have a submarine to yourself or a this is a picture private, of me. this is a picture of me in a pool of marshmallows oh my goodness that's a thing <laughs> No, it's it's white balls, but they look like marshmallows. Oh, I got so excited. <laughs> <laughs> if you could have your own private submarine or your own private airplane, what'd you choose? I have a private airplane. <clears throat> I wouldn't I wouldn't like any, to be honest. I don't like flying and I don't like going underwater. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind being underwater for a short period of time, but I think I would be nervous if I went too far down. Yeah. For me, um, we watched the Meg. One night, and it was really cheesy, but then, like, I'm just, I, I don't need to see any sharks. I'm good. That's cool. <laughs> if you could be any inanimate object, what would you choose? I could be a guitar. Ooh, that's smart. Then I'd I be could... a book. Ooh. Yeah, because people could learn things from you. That's cool. cool. If you could have any superpower in the world, what would you choose? Any superpower in the world, what would I choose? Probably to, to um, climb things, to climb walls. I think that would be kind of cool. If you could be any villain, just from like Disney or comic books, who would you be? A villain? Gosh, I don't, I don't really know if I like the villains. Um, who is the, the Silver Surfer? The guy who like got to fly on a surfboard. I don't know. I think he's like a um, might be bat like in Batman, and he, he got to fly around on a surfboard. That would be kind of cool. That would be cool. I I wouldn't want to be a villain in general. <laughs> if 
You could have any strange pet in the world besides a unicorn. Any strange pet in the world besides you? I, I think a monkey. Ooh, that's smart. These would be fun. Yeah. I thought fun. about a monkey, but then you'd have to potty train. Oh, so. well, I'd get someone else to potty train the monkey. <laughs> <Yeah>. Again, <laughs> I would choose a dragon. That's me. Yeah. So, do you have any last advice before we wrap up? Yeah, I think that you have it figured out because I think you understand that it's also about having fun. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we take ourselves so seriously, <coughs> fun along the point. So I think the advice is to always remember that little kid in us and let that little kid out. I like that. And the biggest compliment I could ever give someone is you remind me of a kid. And it is very true with you because I appreciate it when I see you anybody in business and they don't they don't take it too serious and they get to have fun that's a really wonderful compliment thank you yeah thank you so much for coming on can you remind our guests one last time where they can go to find out more about you sure all of my books are on amazon and audible and then my main website is cameronherald.com awesome and definitely go check him out because he is so so awesome We've been talking with Cameron Harold about tips for future CEOs. So remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world through having fun. Bye. Bye, Neva. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Superpower Up podcast, Superpower Kids edition. Go now to superpowerkids.com and discover your superpowers today. Hey.